Hi, my name is Dr. Free and thank you so much for listening to this episode. Let me ask you a question. How would you like to be able to build wealth with your current income? If I can show you how you too can build wealth with your current income, would you like to know? If the answer is yes, then listen real close. In this episode, I will show you exactly how you too can build wealth with your current income this year. So, we have been talking about how to build wealth this year with your current income starting this year. Build, start building wealth with your current income. And this is part three in this series of building wealth with your current income. In, in part one, we talk about the experience, the change experience, the debt-free change experience, meaning what I call the debt-free born-again experience, where we talk about not, you know, the born-again experience that we are used to when someone accepts Christ as their Savior, then we declare that they are born again, which is great and highly recommended. But I'm talking about the debt-free experience, the debt-free born-again experience, where you are going on a certain route, you are driving on a certain road, and you decided, I am tired, I've had it, I'm tired of traveling on this road, this path, this route that is adding nothing to my life but headache, trouble, breakdown of families because death destroys life, right? So you said I've had it. I've had, I'm no longer going to travel on this route. Then you make 180 degree turn and you decide this is it. I am dead free today. I declare that I'm dead free today. Even though in your five senses or in the in the world system that I talk about, you have mountains of death, but you have decided today that you are death free. And again, in our teachings, we always want to make sure that you understand who you are. And I talk about in other episode, I talk about you are not your five senses. You are a life-giving spirit. So when that life-giving spirit that dwells in you decide that I've had it, you will never go back that way again. And you declare that I'm death free today. Then that is the actual fact. Because everything that you are facing today in your finances are decisions that you made yesterday, months ago, years ago, that are now impacting your physical. So in part one, you make that 180-10 degree and you have declared to yourself that you are dead free today because you've had it. You are tired of being in business with all these companies out there the credit card companies, the car loan company, the student loan entities, the the mortgage entities, and all other debts that you have. So in part one, you must have that debt-free born-again experience, and you decided that I'm no longer going to go on that route again. So now that you decided and you declare to yourself that you are debt-free today, 
If you are that free, then how do that free people live their life? So we talk about then, now that you are that free, first you must stop the bleeding, right? So you cut off the bleeding, meaning that you decided you will never borrow money again. The credit cards that you have, you shredded them, right? You've stopped the bleeding and then you research to find out how that free people live their life. Then you begin to live that lifestyle. So I gave some tips about how that free people live. One, they stop borrowing money. Two, they live on cash. Three, they live on less than they take home. Far less than they take home. And that free people invest. And then in part two, how to build well with your current income part two, we talk about figuring out all your debt in the five senses. So how much do you own? If you are not you are not sure how much you own, I talk about you know getting your credit report, for example. You can get it for free. Or there are several apps out there. One that is free uh, is called Credit Karma, where you can download it to your mobile devices and sign up, and there you see all your debt. Then you take all your debt, list the smallest payment left, the amount of payments left to the largest amount of payment left. And then we talk about, well, if you want to keep the math simple, then list the smallest payment amount, in this case, the amount, not the amount of payment left, but the amount to the largest. And then we are going to cut certain things out of your lifestyle, the cable TV, the big vacations that you go to, the restaurants that you eat in almost two, three times a week, the the coffee and things that you can cut off to make room for 10% of your take-home pay. We're going to use that, add it to your minimum payment and start killing this debt off from the top, the smallest one, to the largest. Most people pay off all their debt within seven years, including their home. But in this case, you can start at least paying all the other debt except your home. And then, you know, you make room for enough money to begin investing. Because when you get rid of your debt, and I think we talk about, for example, if you take home $3,000 a month, percentages of that income goes to all the entities that you are in business partnerships with, the credit card company, the car loan, the other loan, the student loans, and so forth. You are spread so thin that you can't really do anything with your finances. You cannot be a giver. You cannot really enjoy life when you are distributing your take-home pay with all these business partners that you are. So now that you tackle all your debt and you are done, now you have room to be a blessing to others, to be able to give, outrageously give. You'll be able to invest. You'll be able to enjoy your income. So in this episode, this is part three, we want to talk about investment. Now that you have done all the other parts that we talk about, it's time to focus in on investing. See, the people who have money out there, the rich people and so forth, their money work for them. They don't work for the money. They make their money work for them. So everyone must think of investment. There are several ways you can invest to build wealth. First of all, as soon as you get rid of all your debt, you have actually built wealth. 
okay you have built well because now you have more money than you used to be you have higher net worth than you used to be okay so you've built well already so now we want to take it to the next level by actually getting into investments everyone must invest there are consequences when you don't invest again in our teachings we derive our principles from the bible i believe the bible has a solution for everything in this life it is the life-changing book that i derive my my teachings from so in matthew in matthew chapter 25 matthew 25 verse 14 there's this parable that i think is very interesting and i'm going to read it quickly here um in matthew 25 verse 14 he says for the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own workers and delivered unto them his goods and unto one he gave five talents this talent here could be silver could be gold and when you look at the the word talent a talent of gold in Israel for example in those days was about 200 pounds right so 200 pounds of gold he gave one of his workers five talents which is 1000 pounds of gold right and then to another he gave two talents which is 400 pounds of gold so to the another he gave two talents and to another he gave one talent which is 200 pounds of gold to every man according to his several ability his capability to manage this money and right away he took his journey then he that received the five talent went and traded he did business with the money that was given for him to manage he went and invested the money with the same and made them other five talents so basically the guy who received the thousand pounds of gold went and traded invested that thousand pounds of gold and double that investment okay the second guy or person who received the two talent went and invested that as well carefully invested the money and he also doubled that 400 pounds of gold that was given him he doubled it now he has 800 pounds of gold the first guy got thousand pounds of gold he doubled it to two thousand pounds of gold in verse 18 he said but he that received the one talent went and dug a hole and hid his lord's money his his boss's money. He that received one talent went and dig a hole or dug a hole in the ground and hid his lost money. Now, here is the consequences of investing and not investing. In verse 19, after a long time, the boss of those workers came, reconciled with them. Show me what you did with the money. And so he that received the five talents of the thousand pounds of gold came and brought other five talents. He brought the profit, double his investment. 
saying, Lord, my master, you gave me five talents. Look, I have gained additional five talents or additional thousand pounds of gold. His Lord said unto him, Well done, congratulations. For thou, good and faithful servant, thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make you the ruler over many things and enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Now he has big favor with him, with his boss. And his boss said, because you have done well with this small thing that I gave you, I'll put you in charge of many, many things. And verse 22, he also received two talent, came and said, Master or Lord, you gave me two talent. Look, or behold, I have gained two other talent. So you gave me what? 400 pounds of gold. Now I have gained another 400, making it a total. That's 100% return. A total of 800 pounds of gold. And then he said unto him, Well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make you a ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of my Lord. Now, so the outcome of this first two guys was splendid, right? They were able to double, get 100% return on their investment. So it doesn't matter how much money you have today. You can begin, now that you have paid off your debt, you can begin to invest. Invest in things that work so that you have great returns. So verse 24, then he talks about the guy who received just one talent or 200 pounds of gold. He came and said, Lord, my master, I knew thee that thou art a hard man Ripping from where you did not sow. And gathering from where you did not stroud. And I was afraid. So he was afraid because he think that he might not succeed. So he was afraid to invest what was given to him. So he said, I was afraid to put to flight. Or I was concerned that if I lose the money, you won't be happy with me. So he didn't want to take a risk. Taking a risk, those who have financially succeeded, take a lot of risk. Investing in companies that they believe in, after all the analysis and everything is done, they don't know whether to work or fail. But they believe in and they take a, a leap of faith and invest in companies, in mutual funds and others. So he said he was afraid and hit that 200 pounds of gold in the earth. He just buried the money. It's just like someone who has a lot of money. Not a lot of money, but some money. And then hidden it in his mattress. Put it in the basic savings account. So the money just sits there. Right? Because you are afraid of investing into things that will double that money. So in verse 26... It's a, a typical example of people who don't invest, right? They are afraid that something, they will lose their money. Something might happen to their money. 
So when he did that, here's what his master or his boss told him. He said unto him in verse 23, his law said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful, the word slothful is lazy, being sluggish, being backward, being basically you slothful servant, you lazy servant. You know that I reap where I don't sow, and I gather where I don't straw. You should have, in verse 27, I'm paraphrasing, you should have therefore put my money into the exchanges, into investment. And then, at my coming or my return, I should have received my own with increase. You should have invested my money. Since you know that I don't like doing hard labor, I let my money work for me. And again, I'm paraphrasing here. You should have then invested the money I gave you so that when I return, I will have an increase. And here's the consequences of no investing. His master said, Therefore, the ta- take the talent from him and give it unto him which has the ten talents. You see, now, because he gave him five, the first person, he gave him five. Now he has ten talents or 2,000 pounds of gold. He said, take from the guy who didn't invest and give it to the guy who already has made a lot of money by investing. It seems like that's saying that they take it from the poor and give it to the rich kind of scenario. But this is from the Bible. For in verse 29, it said, For unto everyone that has, again, this seemed like a very political, you know, very political here that he said, For unto everyone that has shall be given, and he shall have abundance. The guy who has a seed to have a big number of measure to left over above a certain number, to have more than the guy who doesn't have. And he shall have abundance, but from him that has not shall be taken away even that which he has. And cast ye the unprofitable servants unto outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So as you can see from this example, there are consequences. There are certain outcomes for investing and not investing. So if you invest properly, you will double that in your money. You will double your assets. You will double your net worth. If you don't invest, that which you even have might be taken away from you, meaning that you will spend that money. It won't add any value. It will run out at some point. So here are the consequences of not investing. And then when you look at another scripture in Proverbs chapter 18, let's look at Proverbs 18. Verse 9, Proverbs 18, verse 9. He talks about the guy who does not invest. He also said in Proverbs 18, verse 9. Proverbs Proverbs 18, verse 9. 18, verse 9. He also that is slothful in his work is brother to him that is a great waster. What is a waster? 
someone who destroy, he was corrupt, decay. He he doesn't turn anything into good. He's just spoiling, ruling stuff. So don't be slothful. And then let's look at verse Proverbs twenty six. Proverbs twenty six. Verse 13. So Proverbs 26, verse 13. Proverbs 26, verse 13. The slothful man said, There is a lion in the way. The stock market is going down. Well, they said there's going to be a recession. The stock market might crash. So I don't want to invest. So you give yourself so many reasons why you, sh- you don't invest in anything. I have too much outgoes, so I cannot even invest in my 401k. I can't invest in anything because there's a lion in the way or on the street. And the door turned upon his hinges, so do the slothful on his bed. These are just examples to give you a reason why when you don't take any action with specific outcome in mind, you are going to remain the same. So you must begin to build wealth. So as we, like we talked about previously, these are some scriptures just to give you an idea of when you invest, you have a certain outcome. And when you don't invest, you have a certain negative outcome. We don't want to be like the guy who received one talent and just hid it or put that money in his mattress and let it sit there without the money working for him. We want to be like the guy who received the five talent and the guy who received the two talent. He went, researched, and invested those talents and doubled the money. And then more was given to them. They were given more responsibilities. They were given more to actually continue to invest and create more returns for their bosses. This applies to your current job. This applies to the current income you have. You can take specific steps today to generate a different outcome than you are experiencing today. So when you build wealth, certain things begin to happen. So let's look at another scripture quickly. In Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter 28, Deuteronomy 28 verse 12. He said, The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure, the heavens to give rain unto thy land, or unto thy business, or unto thy investment in his season. And he will bless all the works of your hand, for you shall lend unto many nations, and you shall not borrow. I've heard a lot of people talk about this scripture without the specifics steps that you have to take you get out of there because here you say you shall lend and not borrow meaning that you will not be a borrower because he says that the borrower is what a slave to the lender so when you begin to invest then the lord shall bless your investment or the works of your hands and then you will be a lender to not people just people but to nations and you have influence Around the world, when you have built wealth and you are investing into nations. To me, this is very powerful scripture that gives me understanding that if I don't do anything with what has been given to me, 
like the guy who received one talent and buried it, there wasn't any blessing coming his way. But the guys who received the five and the two talent and went to work with it, received the blessing of the Lord and their investment was increased. And then there's the last scripture that we will look at in this series, in this episode. It's Deuteronomy 15, Deuteronomy chapter 15, verse 6. So Deuteronomy 15, verse 6. He said, For the Lord thy God bless thee as he promised thee, and thou shalt lend unto many nations, but thou shalt not borrow. And thou shalt reign over many nations, but they shall not reign over you. Or if you could allow me to paraphrase, you will invest into many nations and you will have influence around the world when you have wealth. So if you look at Bill Gates, Warren Buffett and these guys, they have influence. Bill Gates, whichever country he goes to, he has so much influence because he is investing into these nations. Right, so again, Deuteronomy 15 verses, it says, For the Lord thy God shall bless thee as he promised thee, and thou shalt lend unto many nations, but thou shalt not borrow. And thou shalt reign over many nations, but they shall not influence you. You have influence over many nations, and they will not have influence over you. If you look at the United States, for example, has influence because of the wealth of the country and they give to other countries and have influence over those nations and those nations will have no influence over the U.S. Why? Because the country is wealthy and they give or lend to many nations. Folks, this is biblical. To invest, build network, increase your network, build wealth, Invest into other nations as well, beginning with the nation that you do what you live in. And you have influence wherever you go. It is so powerful to be 100% debt free, begin to invest and double multiply your investment, just like the first and the second person who received those talents went and invested those talents, generated a specific 100% outcome from their investment. And they are able to now take over many, many more responsibilities. And they put them in charge over bigger and greater things. So now that you are building world, you are giving, you are outrageous giver, right? You then, so now we're talking about what is in this for you. You you built wealth. You got out of debt. You, you decided that this is it. I've had it. I'll never borrow another dime in my life. I'll never go on that raft again. I'll never sign up for any credit card again. I live on cash. I live on less than I take home. And I've got rid of my debt by paying from the smallest to the to the largest and building that character and mindset that building wealth is to stop borrowing money first, pay off your debt, and then begin to invest. 
When you do that, what is in this for you? Number one, you become a righteous giver. Giving is better than receiving, the Bible says. So you become a giver. Two, you enjoy that money that you have made. So you give, you enjoy, and you keep investing. That is what is in this for you. When you follow these principles, listen to part one, how to build wealth with your current income. Listen to part two, how to pay off your current debt. And then part three, we talk about the consequences of investing and not investing. The outcome when you invest and the negative outcome when you don't invest. By the way, when you begin to pay off your debt, miracles do happen as well. You get new ideas for businesses. Somebody gives you money. Some of your debt are written off. So many things. I've, I've had so many testimonies of people who began to pay off their debt, began to receive unexpected incomes, increase in their incomes, miraculous debt cancellations. See, over the years, you've heard people say they are having a miracle service or something to, for debt cancellation without going through this process. So people who go through that, even when their debt is canceled miraculously, they go back into borrowing money because they did not have that debt-free bond again experience that I talk about. You must cut off that chain. You must cut off that bleeding, pay off your debt, invest and you begin to see the results, and you begin to enjoy your life better than it has been. You know, what is in this for you? You become more a giver than you ever been. You begin to enjoy the money, and you continue to invest. You bless others with what the Lord has given you, you know, to, to become a blessing in society that you live in. Okay, folks, so again, my name is Dr. Free, and thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't subscribed to my channel, subscribe now and tell your friends and family to subscribe today.